All right, so we'll be talking um, next about uh, mentors and career sponsors and why you need one. Uh, so we've got Yasmin and Chris here. Chris, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, thank you, Kelsey. And I don't. Is this mic okay? Can yeah. you guys hear me okay? All right. Awesome. Um, I'm Chris Groundorf. Uh, I lead um, a, a section of the communications team at Verizon. Um, so I oversee the team that runs um, external, so that's PR, as well as employee communications for our public sector groups and a division of Verizon called Verizon Connect, which um, may surprise many of you, is our fleet management software division. So um, yeah, that's me. I've been with Verizon for I'm in my 10th year in this position um, and been in PR for more than 25 years. Yeah. And Chris was just going along with our theme for today. Was there anything that you did during the pandemic that just helped you get through? I ate a lot. <laughs> I, I think, think we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ate. That was my coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, and now I'm coming out of that now and like eating a lot, yes, a lot less and exercising a lot. So I feel like we're all coming back from it a little bit, or at least I am. So, yeah, yeah. that was my coping mechanism, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm trying to go to the gym. <laughs> Me too. Emphasis on try. <laughs> Yasmin, tell us a little about yourself. Sure. I was told to speak to the mic. Um, my name is Yasmin currently, and I have been with T-Mobile 21 years come July 9th. Uh, before that, I was uh, at a small regional company, a uh, cellular company called US West, which eventually became Verizon Wireless. And um, that's when I joined T-Mobile soon after that. Um, it's, been, it's been a great journey. I've done a lot of different functions within engineering, um, from radio network design to spectrum auctions, uh, mergers and acquisitions. And in 2011, uh, I realized or brought to the attention that the devices who were under marketing were not keeping up with radio network evolution. And I asked uh, my leaders, would you like me to fix that? And they said, yes, please. So I've been in the devices ever since. And I lead device strategy and device technology under engineering, uh, which includes chipset roadmaps, uh, device uh, OS uh, roadmaps, as well as features and functionality such that the devices connect to our network the best and that our user experience is the best on our network and devices. Yeah, and I love your, um, you've got the Always. the whole theme here. It's <laughs> Magenta. <excellent>. Yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, was there anything you did during the pandemic? Any new hobbies or? I actually uh, took the time, no hobbies, uh, but I took the time to reflect on my, on my career. Mm -hmm. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos of CEOs talking on stage and I, I tried to put myself in their shoes and try to think, how do they think? How do they react to questions? How do they articulate their strategy and their vision to get buy-in? And um, it, it helped me a lot. I actually sat down and rewrote my resume, believe it or not, uh, which was not to look for another job necessarily, but to see what, what have I done and why ha have I done it? 
and how do I articulate that the best? Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I did during the pandemic. Yeah, so you're one of those people who had a very productive <laughs> <laughs> pandemic. And, and not so much. Yeah, we've got to catch up. <laughs> like I need to go, you know, sign up for a course. I did sign up for a sign language course, but um, oh. I haven't started it. Yeah. So look at there. I did a lot of Ancestry.com. That's, I did a lot of that too, like Very a lot cool. of yeah, yeah, mapping, family mapping and stuff. So I ate and it was an ancestry. <laughs> You're like, where does this come from? <laughs> um, all right, well, let's dive right in, uh, talk a little bit about uh, mentors and sponsors. So what is the difference between a mentor, a sponsor, and a coach? Okay. Um, I, I read somewhere, which I thought was a good tongue twister, um, a, a coach... Sorry, a mentor talks to you, and I'll, I'll explain in just a second, talks to you. Um, a coach talks with you, and a sponsor talks about you. Um, can we, sorry, can we hear that one more? I'm, I'm one of those, I need you need to, to repeat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not saying it's 100% it's accurate, but I think it just, as, as sort of like a poster, it, it rhymes well. Um, a coach Sorry, a mentor talks to you. A coach talks with you, and a sponsor talks about you. And the idea is this. The idea behind that is this, that a mentor, you look up to a mentor. You say, you've done things that I want to do, or they say, I've done things that I could share with you, like been there, done that, and they share their experiences. They observe you in action, and they say, well, I would have done this differently. That's, that's the idea there. Um, a coach talks with you. Let's reflect back on this experience. The conversation would be like, how would you how did you feel about that? How did you come out of that experience? What are your thoughts? What would you have done differently? And, and the conversation goes like that. And a sponsor opens doors for you in that, let's say if you want to join a new department, a new company, a new area, they, they will say, well, I know Yasmin and she seems to be good at whatever she does, et cetera. I would recommend her for this job, or I would recommend her for this whatever, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. That was the idea that uh, in some of the leadership courses and panels and discussions I've been in, it's kind of, that's how it came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am, I agree with a lot of that, by the way. Um, I see it slightly differently, though, in my experience. I feel like the, um, the coach and the mentor are very closely aligned, um, although in some in some ways they have very specific roles. Um, for me, the sponsor is very much what you're talking about. Um, I like to think of it as someone who carries your papers into the room. So they're the person who is there when you are not. Um, they are the person who will go out on your behalf and say, hey, you know what, Kelsey or Yasmin did a great job on this. I've seen her in action. She's amazing. So everyone needs the sponsor in their careers, everyone needs that person who will take your papers into the room and be there when you are not to speak on your behalf. And sometimes that's a, that's a, um, 
that's a, um, something that you decide beforehand. And then there's those people who are not known sponsors to you, right? There are those people who said, hey, your name came up in a meeting and I made sure that they knew that you were awesome and that you should be considered for this or that you, know, that you had completed such and such project or what have you. So I think that for me, uh, the sponsor stays you know, s- sort of separate from the mentor um, and the coach. Um, when we were, when this topic came up, I thought about the people in my life who play each one of those roles. The coach that I have is that person that I go to when I need a little coaching and not, I think of it more as on the playing field than I do in sort of a traditional professional co- coaching um, uh, manner. I think he's the one that I go to when I, when I need someone to give me a pep talk. Um, he has been in my life for 15 years, and he's the one who always coaches me in, back, sort of back into where I need to be. Um, and uh, and so that's what I that's the the person that I associate with coaching. Mentors are, I think I've been a mentor, I've I've been a mentee, and those are the people that I go to with like my big things. Right? I need I need you to talk to me about my next career step. I need to talk to you about you know, uh, my management style, I need to talk to you about feedback I got from my own manager, et cetera. So I feel like the, the mentor is kind of the big picture person. Uh, the sponsor is the person that sometimes you don't even know that you're, they're your sponsor until you do. Um, and then there's that coach is that person who, who is literally like, sort of think of it on kind of like the soccer coach kind of thing, like, you got this, you can do this. And they're always, they're that person that feeds your ego when you need them to and, and has your back and gives you all those good words and, and reminds you who you are when you need that. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the coach is kind of a gut check um, as you go along and then the mentor and sponsor is if you're you know, thinking about changing your career path, maybe applying for a new job, like mm-hmm. you said, those really big picture things. Right. I think we need all three of them too, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so how have your relationships with each of those changed over the course of your career from when you're just starting out to, you know, getting a little bit more confident in your roles and to where you are now? Yasmin, what are your thoughts? Actually, I know Chris's answer. Why don't you okay, go first? Sure. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I, I think that um, the way that it's changed, certainly from the way that I was starting out, was that in most of those cases, I was the mentee. And I think as we get older and further into our careers, then we become the mentors or the sponsors or the coaches. Um, and what I've found to be most fascinating and also fulfilling over the last few years is this concept that um, my mentors have also asked things of me and that we have started to have more of a peer relationship than we have in the past. And that's, that's like a, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling because you realize that this person that you held in so high regard and that you continue to hold in very high regard now wants to ask you about your experience because maybe they're going through some things. And so over this you know, 25 plus year career, you have built these relationships with people that are not one way. They don't just, you don't just go to them when you need something, but they come to you when they need something. And now it's fulfilling on both sides. You're having those conversations both ways. And I think that that's, um, that's been amazing. And, and I think that um, uh, it's, it's also when you are, when you are a mentor and you, and you have mentored people or you've been a mentee, that sounds like a funny word, <laughs> um, then you, you, know, you start to look for those things that you, that you want, right? You know what you want and you know what you don't want. It's like people who have had really good managers and people have had really not so good managers. 
And when you become a manager yourself, you're like, well, I know who I don't want to be, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think that that same concept applies to, to being a mentor. You know what you don't want in people, so you tend to sort of gravitate to those people who, who, will, um, who will challenge you, but you also clearly connect with them. Um, and so I think that that's, um, I've definitely, you know, that, that that evolution has happened from being a mentee and, and seeing what I liked in my mentors and keeping that little, that little toolbox of mentors through my career and now, now it's a two-way street, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 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 I really like Chris's answer. That's why I wanted um, Chris to go first, because I'm going to take the conversation slightly a little bit tangentially, but augmenting the, the idea here. I think career development and career journey um, never stops. You, you're always evolving. And, um, and you, you need coaches and, and mentors um, because the conversations change. I've, I've worked for almost 30 years. And e each promotion or each change of a job, uh, the conversations became different. And I've really enjoyed having yet another mentor and another coach in that circumstances. Today, for example, I've, I'm a senior director at T-Mobile. Um, T-Mobile pays for a coach for me. Uh, it's an outside uh, company named CCL. They're out of California. Uh, they provide professional coaching to executives. And we pay for a coach for me because I, I still find the conversations very, very helpful. It's sort of the when you're trying to sail through some choppy waters, and it doesn't matter which choppy water it is and what career stage you're in, that coach and mentor could help you um, navigate those waters. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's, it's helpful to always have uh, a coach, regardless of, of your career uh, development path that you're in or how many years of experience you have or what title you have. Um, I find it useful, but that's just my personal preference. Yeah, yeah. that's a really nice benefit to have um, through the company and um, kind of a good example of what we were talking about earlier about um, having that support from your organization to pay for continuing yes, education right. or like in your case, um, you know, coaching services. Um, that's really nice. And, and I'll add to that that um, I'm, I'm the type of person um, who does not like getting comfortable in their job. Maybe some people like comfort, and that's okay too. I, I like to go do more or different or add on. And, and like I've been at T-Mobile 21 years, but I've done different jobs within the same engineering function. So I haven't like left the company or gone to marketing or, or whatever. But now, for example, uh, even though I do device engineering, I'm getting involved, as an example, into cybersecurity. And um, they said, well, why do you want to learn cybersecurity? I said, well, because I want to bring the, the world of cyber to the world of devices, right? And therefore, there's new waters out there that I'm navigating, that I'm learning. And I, I still have those conversations. Now I have new mentors in that space. I do. But I retain my coach as well because my coach and I are us versus everybody else. <laughs> so um, that's my situation. Yeah. Uh, do you all have examples of when you've been a mentor, sponsor, or coach to someone else and what that relationship looked like? Chris, do you have an example? Sure. Yeah. Um, we, um, 
We used to, uh, at my former company before I was with Verizon, we had a huge office here in, um, in Austin. And, um, and I'm actually having dinner with my, one of my mentees um, that I, that I uh, mentored um, many years ago. And he and I still, um, still talk about maybe like once a quarter, so you know, three, four times a year. Um, and I'm excited to see him tonight because I haven't seen him in many years. Um, and and I, um, our relationship has evolved quite a bit because, as you can imagine, we used to both work for the same company. Um, he worked in our largest office. I was in California. Um, so we used to talk about office politics, the kinds of things that affected his day-to-day -day job. Um, and now he, um, he started a family since, you know, so we've, we've kind of gone through that. We talk about parenthood. We talk about full-time parenting um, and what, how his, how his, um, his career has evolved. Um, but in sort of following along in the, you know, the, the example that I gave before, our relationship has very much changed to where I'll ask him what he thinks about things that are going on in my career. <laughs> You know, because we don't have that traditional mentor-mentee relationship anymore because we're in different, we're different people and we're in different roles than we were when we met. Um, and I think that that's very special. I mean, I, he, I think he and I have been, um, uh, you know, we've been in this, in, in this partnership now for 10 years. And um, it's, it's really nice to see that as, as we both get older, and we both grow in our careers, I become less and less of the mentor and we become more and more equals, which mm -hmm. I think is awesome. Um, but you, you know, I, and I, I don't mean to diminish the role or the importance of a mentor. I think for him and, and for me in those, in those years, it was really, really important um, because he needed to know, you know, I was, I, I headed up communications as I do in Verizon for this particular company and he wanted to understand that he had a background in communications even though he was in sales. Um, but yeah, it's been very, very fulfilling um, to talk about that ongoing. And then, of course, I have my own mentors too. I talked a little bit about how our relationships with my own mentors have um, have evolved over the years as well. Yeah, that seems like a really like natural, organic evolution of that mm -hmm. relationship. And I imagine that he's taken things from that, and you know, maybe he can kind of pay it forward and and find a mentee as mm -hmm. well. So yeah. that's really cool. I mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean to sound like condescending or anything, but I'm super proud of him. Yeah. I'm super yeah. proud of who he's become over the last 10 years and the, you know, the career choices he's made and that we've kept, you know, we've kept this little pilot light going for, for go. 10 years. It's yeah. been great. Those long relationships are, are very precious because you, you know each other and you know where each other is coming from. You're comfortable sharing things, mm -hmm. yeah, without judgment or anything oh, yeah, like for that. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. Do you have any examples of, um, you know, mentor. being a mentor or, or your sponsor or coach? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I have some SVPs at T-Mobile who have grown. We have grown together. For example, I was a principal engineer. They were a director and, you know, on and on. And it's, it's a similar thing. They're still more advanced in their, more advanced in their career journey and um, more experienced but we, we still maintain that relationship. Um, and similar to yours, we could, we could exchange ideas like, hey, my observation is this, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. And um, it, it's been very precious. And I think they, I really like the fact that they make time for me, despite mm -hmm. the fact that I'm not even reporting to them anymore or, or, or whatever. But if I, if I need to make, ask for a time with them mm -hmm. within 48 hours I'm in their office and it's yeah. it's very precious yeah yeah 
So um, for those that are maybe um, trying to identify a mentor, sponsor, or coach, how do you go about finding that person and then building that relationship? What's your advice? Um, and making sure that it's a two-way street, uh, mm -hmm. kind of building off your mm -hmm. example. Yeah. Um, you, yeah okay. Um, I, so I when I'm looking for someone, um, and I think that, I don't know if I have ever been in a position where I asked someone to be my mentor. Um, I know that there are formal mentoring programs, and that's actually how this uh, relationship evolved with this guy that I was talking about that I'm going to see tonight. That was through a formal mentoring program. I think for me, oddly enough, through my career, all of my mentors have sort of naturally evolved. And I think that in many cases, they were people that I reported to in the past, so past bosses or managers. Um, but I think that they were, they were relationships where I had identified, first of all, that I, uh, that I liked and respected them, because that doesn't happen in all um, boss-subordinate relationships. So it had to be someone that I, I felt an enormous amount of respect for, um, and also someone that I had things in common with, um, and I could, you know, that we had sort of maybe a similar sense of humor or um, you know, we, we could speak easily with each other. It didn't make me nervous. Um, and, um, and then I think that the key, because I'm sort of going in, in outside of the context of a normal mentee-mentor relationship, each one of them has said to me at some point, you know, get out of your own head. This, you need to think about this differently. And, um, and I think that that like that is the, that sort of the, the thing that this thread that's woven through all of my mentors is that I've thought this person sees me, this person understands me, and this person can give me advice that's actually going to help me um, do something with my life or my career, et cetera. They snap me out of it and say, Kelsey, what were you thinking? Sorry. Or, hey, this is, not, this is clearly not working for you and you need to go in a different direction here. And so they've, they've um, I actually joke with one of my mentors, I always say, whenever he says something, it's like one of those great nuggets, you go, yes, thank you. I always say, adding value. You're always adding value. There you are, adding value again. So I think it's, it's, that, it's that person who adds value. It's that person you see in a, in a meeting or at a trade event or in your life um, where you go, that person knows what they're talking about and they have something that they can give me. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was going to say a similar thing in that constructive feedback from an inspirational leader is, is invaluable. I really cherish that. And um, it, more than, hey, you're doing great, keep doing what you're doing. You know, that's, it's like, okay, but that doesn't get me to the next thing or, or no action uh, needed, you know. So inspirational leaders are my favorite. Mm -hmm. And if, if I can get time with them and they give me feedback in terms of you're doing great and here's, what else you can do type, type thing is, is a great conversation. Yeah, so it sounds like someone you trust who's going to challenge you in a positive way, add value, I love that. Um, all those are good things to look for. Um, and then, Yasmin, during our um, prep call, you talked about having a personal board of directors. Can you explain what yeah. that is? It sounds really fancy. Yeah, <laughs> I actually just learned that myself. I heard that at, at a seminar at T-Mobile where uh, a similar panel was assembled, and somebody mentioned that. I'm like, I'm going to take that to this panel because it was new to me, uh, a p personal board of directors, people you trust 
who are able and willing to be around you and give you feedback, honest feedback, um, and uh, help you get to the next level, help you succeed, because that's what board of directors do, help the company succeed by asking the tough questions and stuff. Um, I thought I'd share that with, with this group. Um, I thought it was a new concept to me. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys heard of, have you guys heard of such a thing? Pers oh, you have. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So Wall Street Journal, in case you were not on the mic and they're, they're uh, filming, uh, Wall Street Journal has uh, a segment about your personal board of directors, and they name who is on the CEO's board of directors. That's, that's very I should, I should go look into that. Yeah, go ahead. Younger generation. Yeah, thanks for that question. Thanks for tipping me. I, I asked you to do that because I knew I was going to forget. <laughs> so thank you. Um, yeah, well, one thing I do, um, uh, University of Washington in Seattle is at my alma mater. Um, I got my bachelor's and master's degree from there. And I'm still very, very close to women in engineering and the um, WE department at University of Washington. So um, I often go out and talk to um, one of the professors at each time will uh, invite me to their class and I'll go talk about career development, what's interesting, I go to career fairs myself. People often think that I'm a recruiter at T-Mobile uh, because I am. I like I mean, to you've recruit. got the outfit. So. <laughs> I've got the outfit. I think you're recruiting right now. <laughs> I'm recruiting right now. Anybody wants to work for T-Mobile. Um, so, uh, you know, I go, I, I love to bring young talent interns and help grow. Because